insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the West, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That's area code 914-803-4131. Or you can join us in either the Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash Radio, or on the YouTube chat at liberaldanradio.com. Just come to the live chat room and you can join us in there. If you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio, just remember we don't do three chats over here, and I'm pretty much just using Blog Talk Radio uh, for call-ins and as a soundboard. So come on and join us in the video streaming areas uh, where all the cool kids are, and uh, that's also the best way to join us. And uh, uh, if you're going to call in, uh, leave your area code that you're calling from in the chat so we can know who you are and um, so I can answer you properly when you do call in. If you do call in, uh, to support the show, lots of free ways to do it. Uh, follow me on Twitch. We've hit 60 followers on Twitch uh, during the show intro. We've uh, You can subscribe to the channel. Now the push is to get to 1,000 subs on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, you could like the video, uh, comment on videos, subscribe. Um, Share videos with your friends. There'll be lots more videos coming forth soon. Um, you can, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to the Twitch channel for free every month you, with your Amazon Prime subscription. It doesn't cost you any additional money to do so. It's a neat thing. And if you uh, have yet to do so, there are still four. Hey, how Sparks is rating. Welcome, House Sparks and the House Sparks Raid. Thank you very much. Uh, we have a raid of 136 people coming in. So thank you to all of the House Sparks people, fellow sparklers coming in. Uh, much love to the Twitch uh, folks, to all of my sparklers coming in. Uh, and much love to House Sparks, uh, who has an open invitation to come to the show anytime he wants. If not for House Sparks, it would not be... Uh, I would not be uh, having as successful of a show as I have been. And it is awesome to see uh, the House Sparks raid coming over here. 
so that is just great to see. I was like, whoa, 137 people coming on. So yeah, that's awesome. So everybody appreciate the follows. Uh, appreciate the uh, got uh, H2O God subscribing for thank you for the subscription. Uh, appreciate you for that. We got a whole bunch of one good one. DB Goldring, DJ Hawks, Sarah, Pam, Mary, uh, Norma. Uh, I'm not going to be able to keep up with all of the follows that are coming in. We're up to 74 followers at this point. Um, thank you all so much for that. Uh, Marie over on YouTube has gifted five memberships. Thank you so much, Marie, for for gifting five memberships to uh, over there on YouTube. Um, Y'all are so awesome for that as well. Um, so nice to meet you, Atrocious. Thank you very much. Hey, Sarah, good to see you. Carry on. Uh, Patui, oh, I like that name, Patui. That's awesome. Um, again, y'all are awesome for coming on over. Appreciate y'all for, for doing that. Nice to meet you, Star Girl or Star Gal. Uh, Spiny, thank you. Uh, we got a hype train going too. Hype train! That is the first Liberal Day and Radio hype train on Twitch. So there we go. Um, that is awesome. So level one hype train going on. Let's see if we can get a level two hype train going on. You could use your bits or whatever and do that too. Um, not, this is the first hype train since we're very new to being a partner on, on Twitch at least with Liberal Day and Radio and even on Nerdy Dan, I haven't gotten a, 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 a going on, so this is pretty, pretty, pretty sweet. So again, big shout out to Hal uh, and for all of the sparklers coming on over. Um, and thank you, Stargal, for uh, gifting uh, gifting a tier one membership as well. Uh, to where there are still uh, an errand for the tiers. Um, there's still two more. I think there's at least two more. Not a two more. There's several more. Uh, I think some several more first badges left. I'm not quite sure. I'm gonna have a hard time keeping up with this. <laughs> this is good. So if you if you if you're not understanding what's going on over on the YouTube chat, we got 89 viewers right now coming over there because the House Sparks uh, Twitch Sparklers have come on over and have uh, are joining in on all the fun. That's why you're seeing all of the lovely uh, hearts and emotion and everything like that. It's awesome. Ginger just cheered 300 bits. Y'all are so great. Appreciate y'all so much. Um, so we're just going to have fun with this for a few seconds. Uh, before we get to the, we got 46% of the way to level, hype, level two hype train. That is sweet. Thank you, Ginger, for the cheers. Thank you, Stargal, for the cheers. Thank you, Brown, for the cheers. Um, thank you, Deborah, for the cheers. I should have something where if somebody just cheers two bits, I should have them like to shave and a haircut. Thank you, Max, for the follow. Uh, let's see, have I missed anything so far? Spicy Norma for the cheers. Um, Sarah, thank you for the cheers. Over in the YouTube chat, over on YouTube, we got Chucker John joining us. We got V joining us. We got Chris. Uh, P-Dubs, thank you, P-Dubs, for joining us. Brenda, Adam Westish, 
Uh, Vicky, if I haven't said Vicky yet. Thank, thank, no, thank you, Herrick. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate you. Much love to all of the sparklers who are joining in on the show. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about today. Um, thank you, Corbin, for the follow. Um, thank you, Strider, for the bits. Appreciate you. We're just going to have fun with this for a few seconds before we start talking about the uh, the main. Uh, hey, we got a new sub goal, Ginger Freaking Nature. Subscribe for one month uh, of tier one. Thank you so much, Ginger. Uh, we are now at 10 subs. Appreciate you for that as well. That's awesome. Let's see. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Trying to see what. Chris, got a steroid shot on my shoulder today, so there probably won't be a shot as usual. Man, I don't know what it is about the steroid shots, but they knock me the F out sometimes, too. Thank you, Pam, for the bits. Thank you for the cheers. Appreciate 33% for the next level of hype train. I, I do appreciate the sparks. Sparks is spreading the love. Um, and I, I'm, you know, I, I love Hal and everything he's done, and I love the sparklers for everything y'all have done. If it wasn't for Sparklers, I wouldn't be a partner on YouTube. If it wasn't for Sparklers, I wouldn't be an affiliate on, on Twitch. Um, you know, if it wasn't for Hal, I wouldn't know all of the, uh, I wouldn't know. Woo, we got a level two hype train going on. Woo, woo. There we go. Um, if it wasn't for the Sparklers, it was for Hal, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, uh, I would be sitting here talking mostly to myself like I had been for a few years. So y'all, y'all. Touching me right here, making me feel really good. It's awesome. I appreciate y'all. Um, the sparklers, yes, sparklers do rule. And I'm glad to be one. Um, I can't wait to have Hal back on the show again. I can't wait. I'm, you know, I do have over on YouTube, I do have, I think, four, four episodes of, uh, four episodes of um, Hal on the show. The first episode, one, it was, way back in the day and it was he called in it was only supposed to call in for like a half hour we ended up talking for two and a half hours that's how great the show was that's how well we got along so just to, just it goes to show how how much we actually get along when it comes to politics there's not much we disagree on so um so it's, it's pretty awesome and you know let's see let's see kimchi what's going on Hype, hype, hype. Yes, we got lots of hype. I did turn down the volume a little bit. Just I don't know if it's too loud for the people over uh, watch, watching. So I did turn down the volume a little bit. So whatever. Uh, yes, go Motang and thank you so much. Um, thank you, H2O Gods, for loving me as well. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, thank you for all the follows, for all the hype, uh, for everything as well. Again, that, that's, I guess, another ways you could you could support the show. Um, starting hype trains, bits, subscriptions, gifting subscriptions, uh, on, on gifting memberships on YouTube, gift, gifting, uh, subscriptions on Twitch. Um, there's the Venmo, Liberal Dan and Venmo, uh, buy me a cider, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, uh, buy me a coffee.com slash Liberal Dan Radio as well. You can become a Liberal Dan Radio patron, uh, patreon.com slash Liberal Dan or patreon.liberaldan.com. Either way gets you there. Um, and again, there's lots of videos on YouTube that I have. I'm doing a, 
for everybody who's new to the channel, especially on Twitch, on YouTube, I have a bunch of videos. I'm, I'm making two playlists, the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump. And if y'all check those out, um, share those videos with everybody. I think those are going to be short and sweet videos that you can share with people, especially those who are like, I don't know about um, how I'm going to vote. I also have one of my favorite segments that I like doing is the fat man rant because uh, I'm a rather large man myself. And a lot of the times, you know, people who are conservatives are very, you know, shallow and, and dim-witted and can't figure out a good, smart, intelligent argument to make. So what they'll end up doing is they'll just insult you for your heavy for being fat. And so I'm just like, all right, well, if I start off the video just saying that it's a fat man rant, then they can't come out and say, well, you're fat. Well, no, no crap, huh? I, this is a fat man rant. I started off as a fat man rant. There you go. You can't actually insult me for being fat because I already said that I was. So there you go. So I have a bunch of fat man rants. And at some point soon, hey, Teresa, good to see you. Hey, Nerd Misha. Um, the, uh, thank you for working on the game as well, uh, Nerd Misha. That's awesome. Um, I do in the chats, in both chats on Twitch and YouTube, I have a, a link to a game. Um, it's a mobile game. It's free to play. It's it's through my Nerdy Dan, which is my gaming streaming, which is basically just a subset. Why do I have this in 90 seconds? That's silly. Uh, let's change that real quick. Um, that's fixed. Anyway, so um, it's free to play. Um, I've played it. I've already gotten to level 15 without having to spend a single red set. So I, I, I'd already tried it out and it worked and what, you don't have to spend any additional money. You can play this game while on the crapper and just while you're wasting time, whatever. I don't think there's enough time left in the promotion for anybody at this point to get to level 15. Um, I don't think it's going to have, I don't think that can happen, but you could definitely get to level seven in a day. You can get, definitely get to level 11 in two days. So if you use the link that's linked at the top of the, um, at the top that's pinned in either chat, if you want to play that game, if you're bored during the day, you want to have something to do. Um, let's see how much, how much time left is there in that silly in this thing? Um, three days, there's just four days left. It's possible you could get to level 15 at the end of the four days if you really wanted to play hard. Um, but you could definitely make it to level 11 and help. I, I just need like, like tw if 29 players get to level 11, I would get 30, I, get, I would get like 300 bucks just be, just for playing a game for free, no money having to spend on your part. So it's, you know, um, it's, you know, it's kind of neat that I got invited to do that. But again, it's just, if you don't, if you don't like playing games, no, no problem. It doesn't matter if you, if you do like playing games, it's just something you can do. Um, again, it's free to play. So whatever, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, we got uh, three sub gifts, uh, three gifts, three gift sub, five gifted subs and 1,379 bits over the course of that hype train. So thank y'all who joined in the hype train. Thank y'all for doing the raid. Um, appreciate y'all so much for, uh, for that. Yeah, Ginger, uh, Hal keeps you saying and well informed. Yeah, Hal, Hal is definitely, a, he is much more well-informed than I ever anticipated. Like when I found out that Hal had a political talk show, I was like, well, that's interesting. Cause I always knew Hal from, you know, talk soup and, and from the stand up from, from, you know, comedy central. And so I just, 
I, I didn't expect him to be so well informed, and he, he's really well informed. And uh, a lot of the times, like one of the things that I say is like, a lot we'll we'll say things, and we've said things in the past. A lot of times, we're just he's right about a lot of things, and he ends up being right about a lot of things, and unfortunately he's right about the things that you don't want to be right about. And that's a lot of things that we have in common. Like during the 2016 election, I was sitting there on my podcast here on my podcast talking about how we can't let Trump win because Trump's going to get to name three Supreme court justices. And one of the things that people, people are like, you're crazy, Dan, he's never going to name three Supreme court justices. Guess what he did. And guess what? He, uh, I was like, well, who's crazy now, right? Anywho. So. Anyway. Um, I think I had too much, speaking of steroid shots, I had too much on my, I, can't, I don't think I could do any more on my knee. I think they limit how many you can do. My, my knee is sore. Um, I think they limit how much you can do. But there's one thing I wanted to do. Before I get into the topic of the world pain in the ass, um, you probably know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the royal pain in the ass. Hey, Rose, I also have a cat. Um, she might jump up here in a second. So I have three cats, but this one likes to join me during the podcast. You may see her in a second. Um, so MSNBC had MSNBC had over the weekend uh, this video, this this, this special on. Uh, black men in America and talking to them about politics. And th there's a lot of things that uh, when it comes to uh, oppressed people, when it comes to marginalized people, I'm the, I'm the first person who will say, you need to listen to people. Like, you know, I'm Jewish. I'm a big guy. I'm a fat guy. You know, when it comes to, you know, big people issues, listen to fat people and what they have to deal with. When it comes to J Jewish issues, listen to Jewish people and what they have to deal with. When it comes to Muslim issues, listen to Muslim people and what they have to deal with. When it comes to black people, listen to black people and what you have to do with it. It doesn't mean you have to always agree with the people, but you need to listen to them and let them tell their story. You can't speak for them. So, and there's a lot of times, you know, especially in this election, when we're coming up, and, you know, this upcoming election, we need to listen to marginalized and oppressed people so that we can know, and we can absolutely know what's going on and, and how we can best address the issues that they're dealing with. Because I can't tell, you know, I can't speak for a black person and, and say, this is what black people are dealing with. Now I can use my privilege and amplify what they're talking about. This is Rose. Welcome Rose. Uh, but I can't, I can't know without listening. Uh, however, that being said, there's always going to be a case where, where people jump the shark when it comes to certain things. And like I said, there, there's going to be times when you, when you don't agree, there's going to be times when, when, when you hear somebody say something and, and you just, you, you just have to shake your head. And when I was watching one of these clips uh, from the uh, decision 2024 uh, and black male voters in South Carolina discussing the presidential election and you had this uh, one particular person uh, who was talking in this barbershop, and he he said this. Oh, hold on.
All right. So if he does what he does, what he says when it comes to business, if Donald Trump does what he says when it comes to business, what are you talking about? Can you believe Donald Trump when, it, when he says what he's going to do when it comes to business? Donald Trump is a freaking con artist. Donald Trump is a freaking con artist. You cannot believe a single word that he says. Not a damn word. He is running for office. He'll tell you whatever he thinks that you want to hear in order for him to get elected. If he thinks that you're going to freaking you know, vote for him because he thinks you're gonna, he's going to get you a puppy, he'll tell you that he's going to get you a puppy. That doesn't mean you're getting a puppy. If he thinks that he's going to talk out, he'll talk out of his ass all sorts of 10 different ways from Sunday about how he'll be good for small businesses and how he's going to be good for labor. I mean, remember in 2016, he talked about how he's going to bring steel back. We need to bring steel back to this country. We need to be able to get uh, steel workers back to work. The only steel Donald Trump brought back to this country is him stealing from the American coffers and putting the money into his pockets. That's the only steal that Donald Trump got back to this country. That's the only steal that we're talking about that he only, that he's interested in, stealing the money from the American taxpayers and putting it into his pockets when he would make you know our you know military and other people stay at his resorts. He is a con artist. He is a fraud. And if and if you believe that he is going to do anything that he says that he's going to do on business, you're a fool. You know what you know, PT Barnum is said to have said a fool is born every minute. Well, I mean, there's your example. I mean, this I, I how people can still believe anything that comes out of this man's mouth is just beyond me. I, I, are are there people going who are going to be you know, upset that maybe Biden didn't do everything that, you know, he he didn't he he said that he was going to do well. Maybe some of these people need to be informed of the fact that oh I don't know the Senate while they had a slim majority of Democrats and just because you had the vice president you had a a slim majority because of the vice president but you still had a majority of conservatives because of cinema and mansion that and so conservatives blocked much of what Biden wanted to do. You had an extremist conservative Supreme Court who blocked some of Joe Biden's student loan efforts. And despite that, Joe Biden has still managed to enact some policies when it comes to student loans that has helped many people out when it comes to student loan payments, including getting them off of student loan repayments. I have a bunch of videos about that over on YouTube as well. Um, he's done so much when it comes to student loans. He's probably the best president on student loans ever but nobody is talking about that at least no at least besides me that i've heard at least not enough but y'all are gonna forget that it's conservatism that has blocked biden from doing some of the things he wants to do and your answer is to put donald trump back in there and double down on conservatism that's moronic and believing Donald Trump in anything that he has to say is moronic. And 
the, the word that you're looking for here for anybody who believes Donald Trump for anything that he says when it comes to helping small business, trifling. That's just trifling right there. No way about it. You need to be more informed. And, and, and that's, why, that's why we need to push shows like Hal's. That's why we need to push shows, you know, that are, that are other left-wing, progressive, liberal-type shows. Mine as well, because we need to do a better job of getting the word out there and fighting the ridiculousness that has people thinking that, that there is any way, that there is any planet in the multiverse where Donald Trump would somehow help small businesses. Donald Trump is only there to help himself, to enrich himself and to keep himself out of prison. That's the only reason he's there. If you think it's any other reason, you're a fool. Just saying. Anyway, that was that was my live fat man rant. I hope Nick there you go. Nick Ridge. Nick Ridge. Sexy libs need promotion. Well, I've 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 tweeted at uh Stephanie Miller and I've said that there should be like a, a, a subset where it's like you have the sexy liberal podcast or I was like, I wanna lead up the not so sexy but still liberal podcast tour where I'm like, you know, I'll be like, you know, the B team, if you will. Like, you know, where, you know, maybe we're a little bit of a schlub, maybe a little bit of a maybe 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 not so sexy but still liberal and still out there. I mean, I know I guess some people do like, you know, larger sized dudes as well. I mean, how else did I get married? You know, sometimes, you know, whatever. It is wait, I'm sorry. I can't uh I don't want to steal Donald's line, but uh, I need to exit out of this thing first before I can actually do that because I'm about three things away from my uh, three things away from my soundboard. <laughs> hey, Rose, how are you again? It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, hey, Wes is Wes here? Wes is here. Wes is in. Wes is in the YouTube chat. Hello, Wes. I. Uh, I missed you the other day. I was gonna wish you. A ha- I was gonna sing you a happy birthday. Um, yes, Stargirl, the not so sexy liberal tour. Every Rose, I'm sure everybody is really happy seeing your cat butt. This kitty's name again is Rose, uh, one of the Golden Girls. We have Rose, uh, we have Sophia, Gloria. we have Gloria, um, and then we also have a dog Blanche. So. Rose is is interesting. Rose will come to pet me when she feels like, or come to get love when she feels like it, but will not let me hold her. Um, Gloria runs away from me like crazy. Sophia will get held by me and will will get love from me. Blanche loves me, whatever. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, so that was my live fat man rant. I'm glad uh, Nick Rich was was here to see it because I did tell you that I was going to do a live fat man rant. Oh, I, I need to stop recording so I can have an easier time. Because a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll is I'll record uh, just for the people who are here and still watching. Um, I didn't do it for. The, I usually don't do it for fat man rants because I normally don't end them with a like and subscribe. But a lot of times when I record a video live. 
I'll do. What do you think? Agree, disagree, like, and subscribe, whatever. I'll, I'll pretend like I'm ending a video just because I'm recording it live, just like so I more easily upload it um, and then have it be a, a, a full compact video that I can just go and upload right to YouTube right after the show and have it go live. Um, so there we go. Um, Dude, I'm so down. I will rock the B team with y'all. Awesome. We will do the B team. Uh, let's see. There's a culture aspect of the macho manly man that is relatable only if they don't know what Trump is full of crap. They know him from the 90s. Um, and then, well, and I also, just to speak of that, there's also my other series of videos that I have, which is... Uh, um, unraveling uh, toxic masculinity, which is a bunch of reaction videos that I have where I react to um, other videos like uh, there's like the whatever podcast, there's a fresh and fit podcast, there's a just pearly things. There are other videos that, that were uphold this, these toxic ideals of what manhood is or, or how women should be and pure, these old archaic purity standards for women and, um, whatever. And so I respond to those videos. And one of the reasons I have those videos is uh, for everybody who's new is that um, I really want, I, I think they need to be fought back against, but I also want to have these videos just so uh, if God forbid something would happen um, that my kids, my boys will have something to look at if for some reason I were to, you know, whatever um, something, you know, health, health wise or whatever. And they would be able to be able to see how they could be good, you know, men when they're older and, and avoid the toxicity that is pervasive amongst a lot of people, unfortunately, in today's society. So, let's see. So, if you're having trouble, so I pick yourself a glide to do it for you, Groucher. Fat man rants need no help. <laughs> see, those girls get on my last good nerves. Got to leave when they're on. Sorry. Wait, which girls? Dusty and Hal are both getting on what, about about the what? About the me? I don't know what you're talking about when it comes to the me. Hey, Demonox. Good to see you. Um, I'm, I'm confused about what you mean about what you mean about the me. <laughs> yes, DB. Uh, loving the Republican defense that they have Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, and Roseanne. Ooh boy, that's like uh, Larry Curley and Moe, except not as not as talented. Um, oh, the Middle East. Okay, uh, I I I I mean I agree with with Hal on a lot of things with the Middle East. I don't agree with everything with Hal in the Middle East. Like um, like Hal said that there was an indiscriminate bombing. I disagree with that. I do think that Netanyahu has been indiscriminately bombing when it comes to, to Gaza. Um, I do think we should stop indiscriminate bombing, but I do also think that um, there is a good damn bit of, I do agree with, with his idea that generally speaking, if you had um, the vast majority of Israelis would, would stop, would want to stop and the and Hamas wouldn't want to stop. But Netanyahu and 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 problem is Netanyahu and Hamas have a toxic symbiotic relationship. 
where they're mutually dependent on each other. So Netanyahu needs Hamas. That's why he, that's why the Netanyahu administration, as I predicted on the show, again, one of those things where I wish I hadn't been right, but I was, uh, Netanyahu said, um, or the Netanyahu administration came out and said that they knew about this attack for like months and months and months and they didn't react to it. Why didn't they react to it? Well, it was better politically for Netanyahu to respond to it afterwards and be able to be able to use it as a justification to go attack Gaza, then stop it ahead of time and prevent Israeli lives. So Netanyahu, for me, has blood on his hands, Israeli blood on his hands, and Palestinian blood on his hands. But, you know, and, and then Hamas gets to basically say, oh, well, you know, Netanyahu, see, he's now indiscriminately bombing us, so now we get to um, we get to now justify our actions because of Netanyahu's bad actions. Lather, rinse, repeat. Everybody, everybody suffers because these two conservative groups feed off of each other, and that's ultimately why one of my videos about the issues going on in the Middle East is the problem with the Middle East is conservatism. Conservatism is the problem. Likud and Netanyahu are the conservative parties, and the other conservative parties over there uh, are the ones that are that are for you know the raising and, and and carpet bombing or whatever of Gaza. And if Biden wasn't in control over here with a leash, I'm sure that might have happened already. Um, Hamas is, is the religious fundamentalist conservatives over there who uh, would want to to get rid of all of the Jews in Israel from the river to the sea. Um, that's why that term exists. That's why that phrase exists. And of course, there's the American conservatives who like to, you know, egg on the Israeli conservatives who, you know, because A, they don't like, you know, they like Arabs less than they like Jews. And B, the, at the end of the day, in order for the Christian prophecies to come true, a whole bunch of Jews have to be in the area. So when the end times come, the Jews can die first. With friends like that, who needs enemies? Um, do, 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 do. Hey, thank you, Spicy Dragon. Thank you for coming around. Good night. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you, as always. Appreciate everybody for coming around. Hey, Trucker John. Good to see you, Trucker John. Um, over on the Twitch chat um, as well. Scott Baio, too many horror men who think like Trump. And Scott Baio gave Cartman pink eye, which is, you know, or we already knew Scott Baio was terrible as soon as he gave Cartman pink eye, right? What is the source that they definitely knew about the October 7th, not to act, just curious? I will have to find that out. Um, it, it is something, let, let me let me see. Let me, let me do this. Um, Israel... Knew about ten seven attack prior. Do 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 do. New York Times: Israeli officials obtained Hamas battle plan for October seventh attack um, more than a year before it happened. Um, AP, AP AP says New York Times report uh, says Israel knew about Hamas. CNN. What did Israel know about Hamas's October 7th attack? Um, do, 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 do. Do, do, 
Institute. The report from the New York Times claimed Israel tamed Hamas's plan for the attack for more than a year in advance. Israeli officials obtained a document describing Hamas's battle plan for its October 7th terror attack more than a year before the militant group carried out the assault. The New York Times reported Thursday, citing documents, emails, and interviews. The roughly 40-page document did not give a date for the attack, but outlined point by point the kind of deadly incursion that Hamas carried out in Israeli territory. Um, I don't know if you're going to be able to read it unless you have to deal with the paywall. Um, now, of course, New York Times has a paywall, but um, let's see. Do, do, do. That's the link for the actual New York Times article. And... Let's see if we can get the other one. Um, and we can put that in the... Uh, is Scott Bayo still relevant? Uh, Scott Bayo might be relevant in conservative circles, but otherwise, no. Uh, Scott Bayo is not relevant. <laughs> Here's an a AP story about the same thing. So you might be able to see more information in the AP article pertaining uh, to that. Thank you for the bit, Starnell. See, and they knew about October 7th concert, the concert specifically a year in advance. You like that and seen that. I have heard people say that. Um, but yeah, so. And yeah, and I and I said, but even before that that report came out, you know, because of how much I despise Netanyahu, and I've despised Netanyahu for a very long time, well before ten seven, I was like, look, it it, it wouldn't surprise me. I I, I, it, it, I would it's I would think it's likely that Israel has such good good um, intelligence that how would they not know about this coming? That they would probably have let it happen because they would they would probably want it to ha let it happen so that they could react to it they could react to it and it's better than react to it and then use it as a distraction for all of Netanyahu's issues instead of using it instead of being able to react to it ahead of time and prevent it and then be like oh hey we prevented this potential attack that could have been disastrous but and then it would people would have been like oh okay you prevented something, but they would, wouldn't have known how how horrific it could have been. But now that we know how horrific it was on Den 7, we know that now they're using it as justification to keep attacking, 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 attacking. But guess what? If they knew about it, they should have stopped it ahead of time, which is another reason why I think Netanyahu should be dragged in front of the Hague. But hey, that's just me. Hold on, that's just me, and I lost, I lost, I lost my location for my for my sound bit. There you go. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Right, I find it inconceivable that Mossad did not know what was going to happen. Exactly. Well, again, they had the report. They had a forty-page document saying this is what they're going to do. And then you know how they formulated that attack? Because 
as they said, Donald Trump gave information to Russia about Israel's defenses. Russia forwarded that information to Iran. Iran gave that information to who? To Hamas. So Donald Trump's to blame partially for this, too. But, you know, no one wants to talk about that, especially conservatives, because conservatives don't want to blame uh, Herr Fuhrer for their their hero uh, being being responsible for the ills that he has caused in the world. You'd rather hear Dan. So would would you rather rather hear me going? It is what it is. Would you rather hear me doing that or his his own do that? I just like playing the clip. It's funny because it's it's a reminder that it is what it is. Clip is just a reminder because I think that was from the interview with I think Axios where he was talking where he just was so flippant about COVID nineteen. It should be a reminder. Everybody should hear and know that he had such a reminder. And we get that reminder of just how flippant he was about COVID-19, not just with the fact that he that he admitted to Woodward that he downplayed COVID-19, not just with the fact in, in Tulsa where he said that he wanted to stop testing. Uh, he wanted to slow down the testing because he didn't want to see the cases because he wanted to bury his head in the sand like a freaking ostrich. But, you know, that he was just so flippant about just everything when it comes to COVID and how many people died needlessly because of his either his willful ineptitude or his just sheer ineptitude so um thank you nick rich for gifting another membership appreciate you let's see Well, there's, there's, uh, and every, everything like uh, Kim Yeah, indeed, there was Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, not Nikki. That's a, that's one of the things that'll be in the case against uh, Donald Trump eventually. One of the things in the case against Donald Trump would be uh, his projection about uh, dementia, Joe, or whatever, because Donald Trump's the one with dementia. So that'll be that. See, H two O. Yeah, it looks like they're saying general either downplayed or ignored, just like it was in report nine eleven. Bin Laden determined attack inside the U.S., something that absolutely shouldn't be downplayed or ignored. I was just curious if it was able to plan the concert specifically a year in advance, or if they did have a contention plan triggered as soon as the concert was out. So I'll just read the article. Um, yeah, the Jonathan, Jonathan Swan interview where he got fact-checked. Um See, my psychology teacher said once that people who say it is what it is are crazy. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, I had to do it. I had to say it. Just, you know, clearly had to be done, right? Um, hold on a second. I, I need to mute this a second. Can somebody please close the door? Because I don't want to hear you yelling on the stream. Everybody, I don't know if it, uh, y'all could hear everybody yelling in the house, but everybody's yelling in the house, and because Rose opened the door, uh, you're more likely to hear the yelling in the house. 
I think the microphone is good at canceling the canceling the uh, noise out, but you know, I had to call out for them to somebody to come close the door just in case. <laughs> Let's see. Do, 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 do. Didn't hear it. Oh, that's good. That's good that you didn't hear it. But you know, rather rather be safe than sorry. Uh, quick show reset. Uh, Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left. That's right. Mondays and Wednesdays currently 8 p.m. Central uh, here on Twitch.tv/slash Liberal Dan Radio and LiberalDanRadio.com, which brings you to the YouTube channel. Uh, if you haven't followed, please follow uh, or subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, remember to like and comment on videos over on YouTube that are not live, uh, help the algorithms, uh, share videos as well, especially the playlists like Fat Man Rants, Case for Joe Biden, Case Against Donald Trump, uh, et cetera. Um, ways to support the show as well include um, subscriptions, uh, memberships on YouTube, gifting those bits on Twitch, uh, at Liberal Band, um, Venmo. Uh, buy me a cider. You can go to liberalband.com, click the buy me a cider button. Um, you could also, we're trying to get up to um, a thousand subs at this point on YouTube so I can become a full partner. Currently, I'm at the mem member where I can get the memberships partner, but I don't get ad revenue yet on, uh, don't get ad revenue yet on YouTube. But once we get to a thousand and we hit the point where we get the 4,000 hours viewed or whatever. Anyway, so we'll get there, we'll get there soon. So, um, let's see. Um, what else did I want to talk? What else did I want to talk about? No, we got um. Oh, Jolie, Jolie, remind me to message you later because I want to uh, about about cards because I haven't talked about cards in a bit. <laughs> Just, just remind me, because um, we haven't talked about that in this bitch. Uh, nerd stuff. Anyway, um, royal pain in the ass. So, obviously, uh, talking about the royal pain in the ass. Uh, came out that um, there was a enlarged, uh, the King of England, uh, King Charles III, um, had an enlarged prostate, um, and turns out that they found cancer. I don't think um, I don't think that they it was it was prostate cancer. I think they ruled that out. I think I don't think they've said what the cancer was. Maybe they have said what the cancer was, um, but that they found. But the procedure for the enlarged prostate ended up finding cancer, um, and so. Look, I'm all for people. I'm all I'm all for people using their power and using their position and their stature in society for having people take better care of themselves. So if it means that him as king by being open about his uh, his his health issues and being open about him. Uh, having a large prostate and have and getting his screenings as he should, and then him them finding cancer because they did the procedure and because he sought the help that he should get, and if that encourages more people 
uh, to get the help and the care that they need, um, especially in a country where you can go get, you know, those services that are needed because, you know, they have, you know, so socialized medicine over there, unlike here. Um, good. It, it's good that he could do that. And I'm, I'm not begrudging him for that. Uh, here, here's, here's my issue uh, and why I'm calling this the royal pain in the ass. Uh, how, how much money does the royal family have? How much are they worth? How, how much does the hoarding of the royal family hurt people beyond the help that he might do by just sharing the fact that a doctor shoved his finger up the, the king's bum and found an enlarged prostate? Or maybe it was Camilla that did it first and realized, oh dear, something's wrong up there. Maybe you should go see a doctor. Um, I don't know. I, I don't kink shame. If that's what they're into, that's fine. But regardless, he went to go see a doctor. He got his exam. Uh, the doctor found something uh, not nice or whatever. And then now he's, now he's using his stature as king to have people, uh, you know, get themselves checked out. But the royal family, according to one website I found, is worth fifty-four or thirty-four point three billion dollars. Thirty-four point three billion dollars. It's a lot of freaking money. Now, it's often said amongst people on the left, me included, that there are no ethical billionaires. Nobody becomes a billionaire ethically. Well. I'll double and triple that idea for uh, the monarchy. The, the monarchy absolutely did not get their billions ethically. Not one bit. Um, not one bit at all. Even though, sure, has he done some things good with his money? Uh, has he pushed for organic foods? Has he donated money from like his organic food uh, business? Uh, to charities as a charity, fine, yes, he's done that, good. Some billionaire people do things philanthropically later in life. It doesn't mean that all the while, while they were earning their billions, that they did so in a good way. Most, if not all, have done so in, a, you know, in ways that have taken advantage of people, et cetera. Um, so, but... $34.3 billion of tricks. And on top of the $34.3 billion that the crown has in assets, um, there was an additional $500 million of wealth that Queen Elizabeth had that King Charles inherited on top of all that. So he is independently of the crown uh, or independently of, of the monarchy in and of itself. He independently is a multi-multi-millionaire, a half a billionaire, if you will. So how, how, it's it just how much of, of that could be spent helping to eliminate poverty in the world? How much of all that could be spent helping to cure cancer, helping to fund a cure for cancer? the billions, but that's all on paper. They can't exactly put Buckingham Palace on the market. 
They could turn it into a big, large Airbnb. You could make let, allow people to stay at Buckingham Palace. Um, uh, how much money does the royal family and all the hoo-ha bring into the UK through tourism? They could still do all that and and have the monarchy be like, you know, okay, y'all could be worth several million dollars. Like if 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 the if the if the monarchy was worth like you know one hundred million dollars and they each had like, you know, a stipend or whatever that they could use and they got whatever. They could use the rest of that money and the rest of the assets for for other things. I don't know. I'm just saying. And there's just this whole thing. I mean, I'll never, I'm never going to get the infatuation with the monarchy to begin with. I'll jokingly be like, you know, didn't we fight a war in 1776 that we don't have to worry about no monarchs again? But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, it, it it doesn't. I mean, we there are celebrities that people love, regardless of whether or not they're. they're I mean, Taylor Swift's a billionaire, and people love her in in America or all around the world just as much as they love, you know, the monarchy, the 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 Queen and and King and et cetera, Queen Elizabeth, et cetera. Kella Hella, my Irish heritage had a pretty strong opinion on the monarchy. Oh, I bet they did their laughs. I bet they did have a big, strong opinion about that. The monarchy, time of the monarchy, I'm sure they said, or or much harsher words. Anyway. So, shout out to the Swifties from KC. Um, but look, if Taylor Swift ends up using her power to help defeat Donald Trump, I'll, I'll, I'm all for the Swifties. <laughs> power to the Swifties. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and the monarchy over the course of the history of the world is responsible for just the horrific stuff. And and yes, they've they've given up a they've given up a lot of what they've controlled. Clearly, I mean, I mean, because it used to be, you know, the sun never set on the British Empire when it was a true monarchy and not and less of, you know. The monarchy was much more powerful before. But still, it's not, this isn't just, just about the fact that the monarchy hoards the wealth. All billionaires end up hoarding wealth. There's, there's no need for billions of dollars. I mean, at what point is it, it, when, when you have more money than you could ever spend, when you have more wealth than you could ever spend, it's ridiculous. There's, there's no need for it. Like, there becomes a point where you could have done other things with that money and still have been very successful and have made other decisions that would have paid other people more money so that they could have a better livelihood, too. And that's ultimately the point. That's, that's ultimately why people say there's no ethical billionaires, because you could have you could have paid 
the minimum wage people who are making the making doing that work more money. You could have paid the middle income people more money. You could have made sure that the that the that the um, work that was done was done in a more sustainable way. That was that was done in a way that harmed the environment less. Like you could have used that money in ways that were much better. If that makes sense. You could have taken some of that money and invested it back into the community. And if you and if you if you have done that, you could have done it even more. Like again, there's there's no that's why again, that's why people say there's no ethical billionaires, because there's there's always people who are getting hurt by billionaires. Donald Trump probably being one of the kings of that. So Ivanka becoming queen after he dies. <laughs> Jesus, fight climate change with that money for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think I think King Charles has done some to try and fight climate change, but I mean, yeah, you can't liquidate everything, but you could do more. Yeah, they they have the ability to stop global starvation, but no, they'd rather use it as leverage to do harm. And there are some things to be said about how certain quests and certain things, like the 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 attempts to like you know to go to space, like SpaceX or whatever. Some people look at it as you know, I can see the the the, the push to try and get back into space and to try and develop new technologies that will get us into space and to get us to Mars and get us whatever. Those may have practical real-world technology that could very well in the future help people in the long run. So I'm not going to begrudge even Elon, you know, even, you know, I'm not going to begrudge Elon for wanting to do that. But I will still begrudge him for, for his Twitter BS. I will begrudge him for everything else that he does. I will begrudge him for still being a freaking billionaire you don't have to be a you know you could still you could spend that money doing all that work and still you know not have to be that ridiculously insanely wealthy you can you can have the money coming in and and have it be investing it invested back into more sustainable things without having to actually be that rich yourself you could you could have you can have the company be investing that money back into the people, back into the environment, back into, back into the employees. You could have like, you know, make an employee owned company where, you know, the employees help make decisions and stuff like that. But, oh no, that, that wouldn't be good because that would be, that would not enrich you. That would not enable you to buy your seventh jet or what have you. So there's me being all, all liberal again. <laughs> See, Professor Funbags, uh, go, <laughs> Professor Funbags, I love the name. Uh, going to Mars is stupid, in my opinion. I mean, maybe Mars is stupid, but I mean, there's 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 potential. Like going back to the moon has potential for thing. I mean, there, there's scientific exploration purposes that that there's 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 definitely things that NASA has brought us that has helped us beyond just oh, we're going into space. Like, uh, there's an old Tom Lehrer album when 
he talks about spending a whole bunch of money about trying to send some clown to the moon. And it's, everyone laughs because it seems funny. It seems like it's a vanity project of sending some clown to the moon. But in reality, uh, because of NASA, we have a lot of new technology. So if we're able to develop certain technologies that can enable us to get sort of like, let's say the technology that would be able to get us to Mars, let's say it creates, let's say they're able to develop um, a, a reliable like hydrogen fuel cell or something that can actually work, be efficient and be something that could then eventually be mass produced or so we're no longer reliable on fossil fuels, then the attempts to get to Mars become practical on a global standpoint because then we no longer have to worry about fossil fuels. That's, that's what I would be. That, that would be my point on it. It's, it's not that, hey, hey, we're going to Mars. It's, it's that we're, we're, we're developing technologies that are going to ultimately better be, be for the betterment of society. What I'm amused about, though, is that you have people who talk about that they want to make sure that they, want to, they, they might want to have an all-female crew uh, to go there because they won't have to worry about anybody having sex on the mission. I'm like, have you not heard of lesbians? Women do have sex with each other. It happens. But, you know, people just, you know, clueless. <laughs> clueless, clueless. Good night, carry on. Thank you for joining. Appreciate you. Appreciate all the sparklers who have come in on the raid. This is, this is the, the most viewed uh, Twitch, uh, Twitch, uh, most viewed Twitch show to date. Hello, um, hello. Fly me to the moon. Um, Tim Farrell, NASA's not expenses. Investment has proven to be very good. Yes, that that's that's very much more succinctly said. The point that I've I've made, better point, better more more succinct and clear point than that I had made, I guess. You could argue that those billionaires pay not only the company's payroll taxes, but also the money that citizens pay. Uh, the salaries that pay the taxes come from the same source. I mean, there's logic to the argument. It doesn't mean that they should pay tax, shouldn't pay tax on revenues. So, um, the point is, is that once, 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 once it becomes held by the dragon, you can't get to the gold to use that analogy. Like the, the, the dragon hoards the gold. And you can't get to the gold because the dragon is at the cave. And so nobody can then use the gold. There's, there's, it, 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 trickles, it doesn't trickle down. Yes, some of the money does go to pay salaries. Some of the money does go to do, but there's a whole bunch of that money that it just sits there, either frozen in assets, like it, the, the the monarchy, going back to the monarchy, 33.8, whatever, $34.3 billion in assets. I'm sure much of that is frozen in some form of, you know, real estate, you know, Buckingham Palace, um, all the different other uh, castles and, and towers that they have that they own jewels that you that you're probably not going to want to sell uh because you know why would you sell the the royal jewels uh, all of that stuff all of that all of that wealth 
I mean, if he didn't spend all that money gaining that wealth, that could have been money spent on doing other things. It, it's frozen. It's not helping anybody else. Now, maybe some of it, the argument was made in the chat that some of it can attract some people to, to come see the monarchy, come see the royal jewels, come see the palace, come see this. It helps with tourism. Okay. But again, if, if the, if they did if, if, if the monarchy didn't own it, if the state owned it, for example, um, or if, if, if the people, if, if the profits from, if, if people got to stay at, you know, Buckingham Palace uh, and, and the money that was spent, you know, for people staying at the Buckingham Palace Hotel then got put into uh, helping fund the National Health Service then or it helped uh, go to the people to help fund them, edu help fund education or something like that. You know, it might it might be something that would be passed on to the people more than just sitting and doing nothing except sitting there and being pretty. I don't know. Um, trickle down now. Drop of water that trickles down from 40 feet never makes it to the bottom. It is evaporated. Just like the meme. Mom, how does trickle down economic works? Uh, Mom says, you give a billionaire a whole bunch of money, and then what happens? That's it. You just give them a bunch of money. Nothing happens after that. <laughs> so, can you be, let's be clear, Elon had no hand in any of the engineering for Tesla space. And that's also true. Elon is basically just, I'm going to buy other people's ideas and then take credit for it. Um, DB globally, I'm a Republican. However, your point is shot down in flames. Already, the royal family also generates to rose via the royal collection of Chicago State. Royal collection is known to be the most significant in the world, according to the annual report. A record of 3,285,000 people visited the official residence, generated approximately 49 pounds, 49 million pounds sterling. I mean, okay, but for who? For who did that generate money for? Did it generate money for the, how much of that money went to the crown itself? How much of that money went, you know what I mean? Like, did they, did they, did they pay the official residency to the, to the crown? Did they, did they give that money, you know, if they came to the official residency and pay a, pay a fee to enter their residency, did that go to the, to the British crown itself? Like, some goes to tourism there's always the tourism one of the problems with the tourism argument though is that would they if if the monarchy didn't exist or the monarchy existed in a different form if you had a if you had the monarchy, let's say if let's say the monarchy didn't own that castle let's say it let's say the state owned the castle let's say or let's even say it was privatized, whatever, whatever form of, of government you want to have. People might, will still come and visit it because it's Buckingham Palace. People will still want to go see a castle because it's a castle, regardless of who owns it. But 
if you if you if you enabled it to be liquidated, like if you like purchased it from them or whatever, and then they were able to put that money into into whatever and liquidated that funds, then you were able to you, people would still want to visit the castle. So I don't necessarily. And then if you still had them as you know trophy kings and queens or whatever, they still had their positions as, as in the monarchy, but just didn't have the thirty. Four point three billion. Let's say they only had five hundred million. Only, only five hundred million. Would people still not want to go see them? Like that. That's my point. Is that I think that the tourism people would still want to come see them because they'd still be infatuated with the monarchy. And how many people? You know, I think I I don't think that I don't think the point is as great as you think it is. That's that's my point. Um, Tim, the monarchy and its spinoffs is the single greatest generator of revenue for England. The spinoffs is that like you know a different TV show, like the um um. The Joni loves Chachi. <laughs> so is that is that kind of like what um, Harry and Meghan Markle are? Joni loves Chachi. DB Golding, do you want private enterprise to own the castles? I mean, it's England. I don't. I really don't give. It, it, I don't really have a say in what goes on over in jolly old England. Uh, my point is that you have a single family owning thirty-eight, thirty-four billion dollars worth of stuff, where and and the hoarding of wealth isn't isn't good. That that's wealth that could be spent other places, and I, and I think I, I think the argument that. Oh, but the, the, they're, they're bringing in tourism. I think they'd still bring in tourism. Let's say you cut the wealth in half. Let's say you said, let's say you said, okay, well now they're on. Let's say they only had 17 billion. I think they'd still bring in the tourism, even if they only had 17 billion. I think they'd still bring in the the. I think they'd still bring in the if they only had five billion. I think they'd still bring in if they only had one billion. I think you know, there's they're, they're still the monarchy. They're still beloved by the people. You know, people still love the kings for whatever silly reasons, whatever they are. Don't want to yuck their yums, as Hal says. If you love the monarchy, by all means, enjoy yourself. Have fun. Go see the king. Go go, watch, look at the crown jewels. Go see the castles and all that good stuff. But I don't think that tourism would be reduced just because uh, the crown somehow had less had less had less uh wealth in in and of itself so it's not half as many dan as we have lots of castles edinburgh makes tourist money but not many others look at elizabeth's funeral lady dies funeral you can see how much monarchy means to the people it's heartfelt right but i think elizabeth's funeral would have been just as big if they only had if they were only worth five billion right I mean, 
Can we not agree on that? Anyway, I don't know. But again, and the point is, is that there, and there's many other billionaires with the same thing that where there's 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 billions of wealth that are held up by a relative few people comparatively to the rest of the world. That money was obtained via unethical means. That wealth was earned by unethical means, and that money is just sit, that wealth is just sitting there doing nothing for people where it could be there where if it was done differently it could be doing much more for people so so sell the crown jewels to the saudi who said anything about selling it to the saudis like no because the saudis are just as unethical because they're also billionaires so like Sell, sell one to the other? That just doesn't make any sense. It's true, guys. I think taxes should be high enough on that class of wealth that it's really hard to be a billionaire, but you can still, in theory, like when the Rockefellers and DuPonts were making that money, they were taxed almost 40%. Hell, there was, some time, there was some point where people at a certain incomes were taxed at 90%, but then again, you have to say, well, what was taxable, though? Because there was a point where you could write off 100% of like your interest that you paid, for example. If you paid interest, that was like 100% uh, tax write-off, if I'm remembering it correctly. Um, so, so there's that. So the reality, what the percentage of what is taxed is only half of the story because uh, it also depends on what is taxed. Because, yeah, you could have a 50% tax rate, but if you're only taxing a quarter of the, of the actual income because you're exempting three, three quarters of the income, your tax rate's not 50%. Your tax rate's 12 and a half. So. And Rob, I didn't necessarily say ending the monarchy. You can still have the monarchy. I mean, they're still technically figureheads at this point. There's still some roles that they play. You still have the king and queen, but you just don't have them holding... $34.3 billion worth of wealth that's just sitting there doing nothing. Just sitting there doing nothing. I don't know, DB Golding. I don't have that. I don't have all the answers. I'm just saying that they're holding $34 billion. Sometimes it's just the fact that you can criti you can criticize people for having thirty four point three billion dollars of wealth and not have all the answers as to how to liquidate that wealth. You know, I don't claim to have every single answer to every question on the planet. I can I can I can have criticisms and not have answers to everything. Like, I, it's fine to be critical of people for for the fact that you know. This is meant to be more of a general discussion of, of, of overall, not just the monarchy, though. This is meant to be a, a question of not just the monarchy, but just why hoarding of wealth harms people. Because you're sitting here, because you have all these other billionaires, too. The Musks, the uh, what is Amazon, what's his face, uh, Bezos, Trump, if, if he's still worth a billion at this point. Um, 
or if he's or if he will be a billion after all of his businesses are shut down and the lawsuits or whatever. Um, all of the billionaires that are out there, Vince McMahon, I guess he's still worth a billion dollars. I don't know. Um, all of the all of the people that are worth billions who have gotten there uh, on the backs of others who have not paid their, you know, people who have who have had other people suffer on so they can get the billions of dollars who have, you know, raised the lands of people who have, you know, stripped the mines and uh, underpaid people and gotten through other ill-gotten gains and are now sitting on vast hordes of money and don't do anything with it, just sitting on it. How do we get the money away? I don't know how you get the money away from them. There's arguments of a one-time wealth tax. There's arguments that you do that, that you just tax their income much more highly. There's, there's many different arguments as to how you deal with it. The point is, is that it shouldn't be allowed to happen in the first place. Maybe you can't unring the bell, but that we've allowed it to happen in the first place is, is a problem in our society. So, see, John, remember Star Trek Next Generation where our world was destroyed except for a small data cube of all ethereal things, art, myth, what was the ceremony? Maybe there is a value. There's also a Star Trek Voyager episode where they basically had a, a hospital space station and like on the upper part of the space station, you had the rich people and in the lower part of the space station, you had all the poor people and the rich people were using this drug as a cosmetic. Uh, but that same drug was also needed on the lower levels uh, to treat the people for a condition. But they couldn't get that because the, the rich people were hoarding it. And I was like, oh, well, that's reminded me of the whole people who are, you know, trying to use Ozempic and Trulicity uh, because they're, you know, five pounds overweight and, and would get a pharmacist to write them a prescription so they could spend cash and get cash for their uh, Ozempic and Trulicity, causing a shortage in these drugs so that people who needed them, who are truly dealing with like A1C problems, diabetes, who are overweight and who needed these injectables to help them treat their conditions they couldn't get them because there was a shortage now because these doctors were writing these you know medicines so basically the rich people got the medicines that they want it was basically life imitating art so For example, the billionaires that reduce their taxable income could do through legislation be only able to reduce it to 15 and no further. I mean, I mean, yeah, the billionaires have lots of politicians in their pockets, so they would they would reduce. They would say, okay, well, now my taxable income is this, so, but I have lots of income that's not taxable. That's that's why I made it a point to say the, the argument on taxation is not just the percentage that's taxed, but it's also what is taxable. Um, QB, they stole the doctor in the Voyager episode. I think I ended up turning off the Voyager episode because while I understood, I, I got it, I agreed with the message, it just was very heavy handed. And I was like, I know how it's going to end anyway. I don't, there's no reason for me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that Ozempic is 1600 out of pocket. Yep. Um, 
Halo Kira, good to see you. Um, yes, and and unfortunately, and the, and the people who are rich actresses and actors who want to lose their weight because they need to get that role can have have no problem paying the money for the Ozempic. But and I, and I, I was on a I had a show I had a Fat Man rant on this. I said, look, the doctors should the doctors should not be able to um, the doctors should not be able to write those prescriptions. They should they should be in trouble for writing prescriptions for people who don't need it. For for if, if there's a shortage on a medication and you're writing prescriptions off label, F you. Now if if if, if there's plenty of medicine, fine. I don't care. But if there's a shortage, the people who absolutely need it should be in the front of the line. So Benny Loco, stop hanging hopes on Hollywood. Well, I mean, life often imitates art, so that's what's why you often see it. So it happens on it happens on TV, and then it's like, oh look, you know, we we had this happen on TV, and then look, it's happening in in real life. Raising tax levels doesn't work. The bastards just keep getting in more debt, so they don't have to pay tax at all. That should be illegal. It should be. Because that's what they do, and you're right. That is what they do. A lot of times, they'll they'll just take loans out, and they'll live off the loans, and then they'll just get more loans, and then they'll pay off, and they'll get more loans, and they'll keep getting more loans. So, uh, and they'll get, and they'll take loans off of their off of their assets, and then at the end of the, and then when they die, the assets will pay off. Maybe the assets will pay off the debt. Maybe. But they use their assets to, or they'll they'll use like their deferred their deferred assets like their 401ks or whatever as as an asset to uh, as as to cover their their potential debts that they might owe. So that 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 absolutely should be illegal. But that's how they get away with it because they take all of their they take all of their income as as def, as much as they can. They shoved into deferred deferred income like 401ks and Roth IRAs or whatever. I think the whatever IRA is also deferred, and then since they shove it all into there, and the, and the funny thing about the 401k is the 401k used to not be for everybody. It wasn't created for everybody. The 401k was created for wealthy executives who wanted a way to shove away more tax-free income into their retirement funds. Because it used to be everybody got a pension. And then, but the, what the wealthy people are like, well, I want more money to be put away tax-free. So they created a 401k for rich people to be able to put more money away tax-free. And then they decided to say, oh, well, this seems like something that we could do for uh, everyday people as well. So you ended up having, especially when you had like the, the stock market went super high and you had the people who were like, oh, well, we have this huge surplus when it comes to these, these uh, our our pensions. So what we're going to do is we're going to convert everybody's pensions into 401ks and we're going to take only what they have when it comes to what what should be in the pension to cover their on to cover their funded liabilities and we're going to shove that into their 401k and then we're going to keep the profit for ourselves. And then the stock market tanked and they all lost money. Because, you know, that's what that's what these corrupt MFers do. That's what these corrupt MFers do. They hoard the wealth. 
That's what billionaires, that's the billionaire way of thinking. You say, okay, I have all of my employees and the stock market's super high. How do I get my hands on that money? They figure out a way to get their hands on the money. They cash out at the expense of the employees. They, they give the employees this great new idea of a 401k. This is going to be great for you. You're going to be able to make money off the market instead of having a pension. It'll be wonderful for you. Everybody gets their 401ks. The money that was the extra bonus that goes all into their bonuses and their paychecks of all of the of all of the executives, and they're all sitting pretty. And all of a sudden, the stock market tanks, and all these people's retirement funds are now dry as dry can be, drier than Ben Shapiro's wife's hoo ha. Pam, they were making us invest in the company stocks. Nice. How a society chooses to tax and spend money is a choice of what they value. So many have been brainwashed or ignorant that another system is possible or is. And some have been brainwashed that, um, yeah, well, I would say like they've been brainwashed uh, that, that to think that another system is impossible. I don't, maybe that's just another way of wording what you said, but yeah, so many people believe that it's not, not even that it's impossible, but that they, they they're for, they're made to believe that it's, it's either unethical or somehow immoral to have some other form of system because, you know, it's, it's evil, it's socialism, it's communism or whatever, even though it's probably not, but but then again, you also have a lot of people who would believe that who often vote against their best interests. So. <laughs> Tim, this has been a very cynical show. <laughs> Elizabeth, stock buybacks. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like, stock buybacks is another example of... Uh, you have Republicans who are like, we need to, we need to allow businesses to repatriate their funds without paying them, without charging them exorbitant taxes. And then the Democrats are like, well, if we do that, all all that these companies are going to do, all they're just going to do stock buybacks. Oh no, they're not going to do that. Okay, Lucy and the football. Here's the football, Charlie Brown. Here, all right, fine. Here you go. Here's you. You can repatriate your funds. Oh my goodness! They bought their stock. They did stock buybacks again. Who would have thought? It's ridiculous. See, apparently the ex-president had a secret room that could contain some classified docs, according to information from interviews. Uh, with staffers from Mar-a-Lago. Um, did he have a secret chord that he would play and please the Lord? But I don't know. Sorry. I don't even like that song. Yeah, stock buybacks with PPP funds, stock buybacks. I mean, they love stock buybacks. They'll do stock, you know, interest-free loans, do a stock buyback. They love their, They love stock buybacks. And then they're like, oh, we won't do layoffs. 
We're not going to do layoffs. Not a bit. No layoffs. Then what happened? They did layoffs. Well, it's like when I was talking about steel earlier. Donald Trump promised steel would come back. The whole video that I did earlier. He promised steel would come back under him. And it did because he brought back steel manufacturing. And all the labor was like, yes, steel's finally going to come back. And then steel, and then labor didn't get a pay raise. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, that's what you get for believing Donald Trump, you dumbasses. You don't believe Donald Trump. You never believed Donald Trump, but yet they believed him because he's a con artist and a snake oil salesman. They, some reason, they just, again, Lucy in the football. Did anyone catch Tom Hartman inadvertently say the C word live on Air Friday? How does one inadvertently say that? I don't know. I mean, I know uh, Joy Reid said the F bomb the other day, but I, I did not. I did not catch Tom Hartman saying the C word on Friday. No. That, that must have was it like in context of something or did he call somebody one or what should be interesting it was like one of his things where he like you know he'll, he'll like go into break then he comes back real quick for a second did he forget he was coming back look here I say it with way too much freedom <laughs> there was a while where my youngest son was walking around saying see you next Tuesday and I had it, and I knew that people would say, see you next Tuesday and mean that. But for some reason, I didn't think that him saying, see you next Tuesday had was referring to that. And he would just be like, see you next Tuesday, see you next Tuesday. I'd be like, why does he keep saying, see you next Tuesday? And then we went to Disney World and, and, and met up with my mom at Disney World. And all of a sudden, um, he goes, he's like, see you next Tuesday. And my mom's like, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so, yeah, there was that. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Don, yes, I did. He was so embarrassed. I can imagine that one would, might be embarrassed by inadvertently and mistakenly dropping the C-bomb live on air. Um, yeah, my son is definitely, uh, his birthday, my youngest one's birthday is tomorrow, so we're, we're taking him out to some uh, uh, hibachi uh, which should be interesting, should be good. Um, so if you watch the nerd, most people usually don't watch the Nerdy Dan stream, but it's possible that the Nerdy Dan stream will start later than normal. So uh, just to let anybody who might want to watch the Nerdy Dan stream know, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com is the other, my other stream on Twitch. Um, if you do want to watch, it's just, it might be a little late tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's his birthday. So da na 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 um, but what funny story about my younger one, my younger son, just for those who might not know who might be new to the, new to the channel. He, uh, he came home one day, we're eating dinner 
This is before the pandemic. And he goes, somebody said a bad word at school today. And we're like, what bad word could it have been? Because he was like, you know, a a few years younger. He's in fifth grade now. What could it have been? Maybe maybe the B word or whatever, you know, didn't think it was the C word. And we're like, what did he say? What what did they say? He was a little shy about saying, I was like, you could say it once. It's fine to say what the word was because we didn't expect it to be motherfucker. And it was. And he goes, motherfucker. And he's like, and we're just like cracking up laughing. And that just let the out. And he just started cursing like a sailor from that point on. And like, he didn't do it at school. He was he was very good about not doing it at school. But he would do it at home all the live long day. And I'm just like, really? And so I was like, look, we need to we need to clamp down on this whole cursing thing. I mean, I don't have the cleanest of vows, and neither does your mother. But you know, we need to we need to just maybe clamp it. So this is what we're going to do. So this week, we're, we're gonna you're going to get like five curses a day, and then next week you'll have four curses a day, and then the the, the next week we'll have three, and then two, and then one, and then you'll wean yourself off of cursing. And then he goes. Well, what if I curse at night? And I'm just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I was just like, you little smart ass. And I could not believe that. He's just too smart for his own darn good. And I mean, so he's 11 tomorrow. Um, this is probably five, maybe six years ago. Like that young. Um like and my older one my oldest son won't curse not at all like my older son is like i'll be like thomas if uh if somebody uh if somebody gave you a million dollars would you say the f word once he's like uh, i don't know if somebody gave you like a hundred million dollars would you say the f word once He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, you better say the F word for $100 million if someone gave you $100 million to say it once. And then my younger one, Henry, is like, I'd say the F word for $100 million. I'm like, you'd say it for a nickel. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't say much. But like, he's such a, the, my oldest one is such a goody-goody when it comes to saying bad words. He will not say it at all. Not one bit. Yeah, Samuel Jackson inductee. Um, I'm going to teach my husband's grandkid every word there is. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, and then there there came a point where I tried to teach him like banking and interest with it when it came to it. It was just like, I was like, okay, so you have this amount of curse words that you could say. And so if you, if you let it go to the end of the week and you have for every 10 that you have in your curse bank, you'll gain one as interest. So if you have 20, you'll gain two as interest. If you have 30, you'll gain three as interest. But if you use it all up, you won't have any left. So so you just, and you have to let me know every time you use one so you can make a withdrawal from your, from your cursing bank account or whatever. And it was working for a while and, and we, and, and it got a little bit under control, but then it just went all the, went all to hell. 
So at this point, I'm just like, as long as we don't curse at school or in front of other kids whose parents might not be okay with it, or, in, you know, as long as you're only doing it at home or in front of people who we know are fine with it, like, you, it's fine. I'm fine with it. But, like, he'll be sitting there playing Fortnite or whatever, and he will just curse like a sailor and just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who taught you how to – who taught you to have that mouth? It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Look here. Say what again? <laughs> do, they, do they speak English in what? <laughs> But, and here's the funny thing, he's working, he's currently working on a book report on a famous figure for Black History Month. Who do you think he picked as the famous person for Black History Month? Of all of the people that he could pick, who do you think he picked? for Black History Month. Hint. <laughs> yes, he did. He absolutely did. No, not Nina Simone. It had to be somebody older. It had to be somebody born like in like, like certain, certain, yes. He picked Samuel L. Jackson as his person. And the only book that he could find in the library for his autobiography is like something, something motherfucker. So he's going to have to like edit out the book. So yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is the guy, is his, is his person here that he's doing a book report on this year, which is just freaking hilarious. Yeah. Wait, did I miss? Wait, is Jeff? So is it... Happy birthday, Jeff, as well. Over on over on YouTube, Jeff's saying it's his birthday tomorrow. Um, and Steve says it's tomorrow already over in over across the pond. So, do you have the Powerball? Do you have the lottery numbers? <laughs> Yeah, look here. He has to get. They ate me. A shark ate me. <laughs> Haven't you seen my movies? There are too many monkey fighting snakes on this Monday through Friday plane, as they would say in the non-cursing version of snakes on the plane. Deep Blue Sea is very underrated. I do like Deep Blue Sea. I think uh, LL Cool J is a uh, very underrated actor, too. Like, I really like LL Cool J and a lot of things. I've liked uh, um, NCIS uh, Los Angeles. I watched it. Apparently, he's going to be in NCIS Hawaii now. Um, he's moved on. Um, but... Uh, because LL Cool, it had I used to call NCIS uh, NCIS Los Angeles had Chris O'Donnell, and who played who was in who was in the Batman movies, and it had LL Cool J, so I would call that show Black Men and Robin. 
and a lot of people got a good good uh good thing about that 140 here in queensland i also like speaking of queensland i also like um um NCIS has Sydney, NCIS Sydney, and that's that's been actually a really interesting show because they have a nice, they have a nice ongoing story arc that's been going on amongst all the other storylines that have been building, which has been pretty nice. So, um, we got we 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 started talking about lots of stuff early. <laughs> we really started we really started talking about talking about non-political stuff way early. There was something else I did want to bring up. Um, soap on a rope. Just don't drop the soap over on the YouTube chat. So I should just, I could just bring up the, the chat here and everybody could see it. There you go. I don't, know if, I don't know if everybody can. I don't know if that's too small or not for everybody to see. Speaking of underrated actors, R.I.P. Carl Weathers. Yeah, that was that was just definitely a shame. Um, sad to see that happened. Uh, wonder how they're going to treat that in the Mandalorian or in the upcoming movie, I guess, for the Mandalorian or what have you. something else I wanted that was right on my mind that I wanted to talk about it and I completely forgot about it. Unless you're Catholic, then it's Pope on a rope. Benny Loco, dad joke alert. What did they call Batman and Robin after they got run over by a steamroller? Flatman and ribbon. Boom, boom, Wah, wah. Funny, funny, funny. Um, what other news? I've had the news thing. I've some other news topics we could talk about for a brief, for a hot minute. Where is that? There we go. Oh, we got the gigantic rainstorms. I know a few people over in California. Fortunately, from what I've heard, most of them or all of them have been okay so far uh, from the giant rainstorms. Um, you had the big, big nothing. That was the uh, what Civil War 2.0 of all of the uh, truckers going down. Um, of all the truckers going down to. Uh, the border to go hang out in some park or whatever. And see what's going, what's, let's see, boo, 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 boo. What's this, how obscure language in constitution. I had no idea Carl Weathers played for the BC Lions of the Canadian Football League in early 70s. Yeah, I think he played for the Raiders, too. <laughs> it's in Farrell. Dan, Laura Trump, Kid Rock, Ted Nugent did not win a single Grammy. Oh, that's a shame. I'm so sorry for them. Let me weep for them with my little world's smallest violin. <laughs> Oh, this is just more of the um, 
Section 3 of the 14th Amendment stuff. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about, we, we, we could definitely talk about the 14th Amendment. Um, you know, I think, I think, I think a lot of the talk about the 14th Amendment, I think MSNBC spends too much time right now talking about the 14th Amendment. I think it's like, maybe they use it as filler, but there's really no point at this point talking about the 14th Amendment until the Supreme Court actually hears the arguments and then makes the decision. Because once, because there's really no point and until once they hear the arguments, we'll kind of see how the Supreme, how the justices are leaning. And then once we, then once they actually make the ruling, we'll know how they ruled. And that's about it. Because we could all talk until we're blue in the face about how we think the Supreme, what, what we think the Supreme Court should, should do, about how we, what we think the, the, uh, the Constitution says, about how we think that Donald Trump should not be eligible to run because he is an insurrectionist. Uh, and we can all say that, and that's all good, well and good, but at the end of the day, it's up to the Supreme Court at this point. And the Supreme Court is an activist conservative Supreme Court, and we don't know. We, we don't know, you know, maybe they'll, they'll pull something out of their hat and maybe they'll, they'll, they'll do the right thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not holding my breath. So one thing I am kicking myself on, I bought four shares of Nvidia stock, like very cheaply. And it's up a lot. <laughs> I, I could have bought a lot more back then, and I only bought four. And oh my god, I'd be I'd be up so much right now. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm up a lot for the four shares that I bought, but holy crap, I should have bought so much of Nvidia. Um, I should, but again, I, you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket, so they say. But holy crap. <clears throat> Let's see. Do, 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 do. Is there any truth to Dominion being in charge of the Grammy vote counting? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about uh, Grammy vote whatever weathers appeared in an ad for the bay department store in canada promoting made it measures suits starting at 129 remember this was 1972 wow yeah tommy lee jones chasing han solo the one-armed man killed killed his life i love the fugitive one of my favorite one of my favorite movies is the fugitive so Anywho, um, well, here's what Politico is saying. Let's see, one of the Supreme Court shocker. Um, do, do, do. Here's what happens if Trump gets kicked off the ballot. Um, legal scholars say an extraordinary fallout would, would ensue. Uh, court will hear arguments this week that Trump is prohibited from running for office because he violated the 14th Amendment. Um, what if the court shocks the country and will he's not eligible? 
Um, we asked some of the smartest political analysts. Violence is, is they think that violence could happen. This is very large. Why is the text so large on this? Bizarre. Maybe, I don't know. If the court doesn't kick him off and Trump wins, he already has telegraphed plans to mass implement deportation camps. Uh, I don't know. Again, I think it's still too early just to, to worry about. To, to I mean, we can worry about it, but to speculate. I think it's too odd to speculate right now just because we don't know. We need to, we need to hear what they say when they're asking questions of the attorneys before we can actually prognosticate on how they're going to rule anything beyond the fact that we already know that they're extremist conservative activists and you know they can't be trusted as far as we can throw them so anywho anyway um i have some more stuff to do tonight um uh, i think i will probably go ahead and call this an end to tonight's show um i do want to thank everybody for joining i appreciate you for joining um and I'll be back again Wednesday, tomorrow night for Liberal Dan, not for NerdyDan.com, but Wednesday I'll be back for the normal one. So again, this is the end of the Monday episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Again, I'll be back Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, live either on Twitch.tv slash Liberal Dan Radio or LiberalDanRadio.com, which is the YouTube channel. Uh, make sure if you haven't followed me on Twitch to do so, if you haven't subscribed on YouTube to do so, that's all free. Uh, thanks to everybody who subscribed, who gifted subscriptions on Twitch, who, who became, who re-upped their memberships or gifted memberships on YouTube for all of the bits and super chats. Uh, shout outs again for Hal, for the uh, everyone, for all the sparklers for coming in, starting the hype train, everything else. Uh, if you're going to join me tomorrow, I might be a little late uh, for the Dirty Dan stream. Uh, otherwise, again, I'll see you all Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, for more talk from the left. That's right. <laughs>